Welcome to the very first episode of what we are now calling Biz Time with Asia. We would totally just call it Biz Time, but biztime.com was taken, so here we are. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. If you're coming over from space to face, I'm so, so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to go on this new journey with you as we dive deeper this season into taking your small business off the computer and into your community, as well as broadening your horizons by strengthening your online presence. We're making the switch over from space to face for a few reasons. Some of them I'm going to get into when we jump into our first topic for this brand new season today. I'm saying we because I feel like you and I were sewing this together. The community that has come from this podcast has been keeping me going for the last six months. We've been trying to figure out the transition. So when I'm saying we, I'm totally talking about me and you. Thank you guys so much for your support and for listening today. So let's jump right into today's topic, which is paying attention to yourself. Something that I am huge on is designing a life that you love. And so much of that has come from literally just paying attention to what you love, what you don't love, what you could love. I came up with this. I lived in France a few years ago, right after college. I worked six hours a week and I got paid full time, which means I had a ton of free time on my hands. It was a freaking dream. Um, I spent a lot of that time honing my photography skills and I did like a year's worth of self-reflection. During that time, I came up with my four happy lists. I can link to my blog post about that in the show notes if you guys like. And my four happy lists were what makes me happy in general? What makes me happy that I don't do often enough? What do I do that has results that make me happy that I don't actually like doing? And what do I like doing that has results that don't actually make me happy? Making these lists for me were literally life-changing. I realized that I had the control to choose to do things that made me happy and that I didn't have to go blindly through life not doing the things that made me happy just because I didn't realize the awesome effect that they would have on me. So a few of the things that I had on my lists, I love wearing necklaces just in general. That makes me very happy. I love gifting cookies to people and I don't do that often enough. I love having a clean room, even though I hate cleaning my room. And I love eating all of the whole box of Oreos, even though I hate how I feel after. So you can see that these are all super easy reflections. All I need to do is wear necklaces, make cookies, but don't eat Oreos, (laughs) clean my room. But these were the kind of surface level things that really affected my day-to-day, especially when I was living in France before I started my business. And one of my favorite quotes, aside from she designed a life she loved, is how you spend your days is how you spend your life. And I just want you guys to think about that and how you're spending your days. I really wanted to spend my days doing things that made me happy. So now in my business, I take this shit to a whole new level, how surface level they can be, as well as how rooted they are in my daily habits, how I think about myself, how I think about my business how I treat my clients, my community, how I present myself. Literally, the list goes on and on. So today, I'm hoping that after this episode, you guys will be inspired to sit down and just check out your life. There are so many opportunities we aren't taking because we're just literally not paying attention. And there's so many thorns on our sides that we're just not realizing that we can remove. So here are some of the areas in our lives that I've thought of that we need to start paying attention to and continue to pay attention to with the eyes of how can I make this better for me? How can this make me happier? And it's kind of like, um, it's a freeing feeling. It's also can be, I don't, I wanna, don't want to use the word overwhelming, but it's, it's crazy to think that every touch point in our lives is an opportunity to thrill ourselves. We are literally allowed to be excited about everything. I'm giving you full permission right here, right now that you are in charge of your life. You are the boss and it's time to take advantage of that power and make things awesome for you. 
So here are some of the categories that I've thought of, and I'm going to give you guys some examples of the ways that I have changed my life or that I've seen other people change theirs in order just to make themselves happier and just simply by paying attention to things around them. I think I'm going to list the categories first. So the categories are your person, your routine, your space, your friends and relationships, your activities, and your dreams. So starting very surface level, your person. Um, I put this one initially with presentation, and that can be things like what you're wearing, how you do your hair, your nails, your shoes, how you do your makeup. And these are all things that I never paid attention to before. I felt like they were like a huge waste of time. I didn't. I felt like they were very surface level. Um, I didn't want to like put my energy into doing those things, which is just so silly now that I think about it. Because those things make me so happy on a daily basis. Um, I made a decision a couple years ago that I was going to start liking what I wore. <laughs> and so strange that the decision before that was that I didn't care. I didn't even have a decision before that. I just wore whatever like fit me. I was constantly wearing like. Cal Poly hooded sweatshirts because they were comfortable. God, I don't even know. I don't even know what else I wore in college. But now it makes me happy on a daily basis to see that I feel good in what I'm wearing. I feel good about how I look and it's fun to do that. Like you have to put clothes on anyway in the morning. So you might as well make it an opportunity to have fun and enjoy what you're wearing. My hair is a whole other ball game. I can't do my hair myself. It kind of drives me nuts. Um, but what kind of made me realize this topic is that I was looking at, at photos of myself back when I was full blonde. Right now it's kind of growing out and I dyed the, the blonde purple and I love being blonde and I just like loved how I looked in photos. I loved how it felt. I knew that my boyfriend really liked it and I was like, oh my God, all I need to do is just go back blonde. Like, duh, that was a really fun thing for me and all I need to do is just call my hair lady and do it again. Um, another small surface level thing. I don't need to continue on with these, I guess, but um, my nails, I used to bite my nails all the time when I was younger and all my friends had beautiful nails like in the sixth grade and they would always say that they wanted to start a nail salon and I could be the receptionist because my nails were so ugly. Um, and I realized how happy it makes me that I have nice nails now and I get them done every two weeks. I love my nail lady and we do such fun things. Like right now they have all these little gems on them and it sounds so surface level, but it literally gives me like a little jolt of joy when I look at it. It makes me really, really happy. So there are opportunities so surface level like that that can just give you a little pep in your step and be like, yeah, I really like, I'm going to pay attention to how I look, how I feel and how I look and, and make some adjustments to make those happier for you. The next thing, which gets a little deeper because, you know, there's so much room to go deeper than just surface level, um, is your routine. And the things that I listed are what you eat for breakfast, where you go to coffee, your morning routine. We all know how important that is, what you do on your way to work, what you do right when you get home, how you exercise. And these may be things that you are just so in like um, autopilot and you're not realizing that you have control over what those things look like, that your commute to work can be enjoyable, um, that you can really, really like the place you get coffee or you can really, really like the coffee that you make at home. You can be excited to wake up for breakfast. Um, back when I lived in France, this was one of the first things that I changed for myself because like I said, I worked six hours a week but still got paid full time. So I had so much time on my hands, but I really love waking up early. I shouldn't have anything to do in the morning because nobody was awake and I would like to wake up before the trams even started. And I lived in a tiny neighborhood outside a city. This is going off on a tangent. 
but I would wake up every morning and I made oatmeal and peanut butter and honey, which was just so delicious to me and made me really reminded me of home. Oatmeal was for like horses in France. When I went to the store, I had to learn how to say oatmeal first of all, which is not a common word. And I also had to learn to say yes for horses, but I would like to eat it as a human. Um, they didn't have peanut butter in France. So eating peanut butter in the morning, maybe just made me really, really feel like I was at home. Also explains why I gained 10 pounds when I lived in France because all I ate was oatmeal, peanut butter, and honey in the morning. Um, but it was a routine that I really, really looked forward to. And then every day I had a um, like read the Bible in a year thing on my Kindle and I would read two days and it just made me feel so good to know that I was investing in my, um, you know, my experience with God that way. Uh, side note, I would not recommend trying to read the Bible in six months. I don't remember anything I read because I just plowed through it. So don't do that. But it was so exciting. I felt so good going to bed at night knowing that I got to do that every morning and it wasn't like, oh my God, the most fun thing ever. But it was so much better than just like waking up and like deciding what to wear and then like, I don't know what I was doing. Maybe go to the gym. I don't know. Um, I knew that I had something exciting to look forward to. And so your morning is an opportunity to give yourself like a jolt of happiness in the morning and really give you something to look forward to. And so just writing out like what would feel good for me tomorrow morning and starting there. And then if that feels for you good the next morning going there, um, every, every part of our day gives us an opportunity to do something that's fun for us. So now that I don't eat oatmeal, peanut butter and honey every morning, um, I love my morning because the first thing I do is I wake up and I already have my outfits chosen for the week. Ones that make me feel really good and really excited to wear. And I go to coffee every morning. I have the same walk that I go and I love it. I love it so much. I feel like it just gives me such purpose in life just to go to coffee at my Starbucks every morning. And it's so small, but it really does make me happy. And I know that without that, the rest of my day wouldn't be anchored in that little experience in the morning. Um, there's also what you do on your way to work. When I was working full time, I had about a 15, 20 minute commute. It's actually really nice because I got to drive by the ocean, which is so funny because I hardly ever paid attention to it because I just came so, it became so dull. I was like, oh yeah, it's just the ocean. Um, but I started paying attention to how nice it was to see that. And at a certain time of year when I would drive home, I would see the sunset and I really just had to start paying attention to how beautiful that was. Um, but I also started listening to audiobooks on the way to work and the way from. And sometimes they would be business books because I was just trying to start my business. But then sometimes I would be like, no, I don't really feel like it right now. I just kind of want to listen to something. Like I always listened to what was, oh, Confessions of a Shopaholic. I loved listening to those audiobooks because they had like a British accent and they were just so like fluffy. It made me very happy. And it really turned my commute to and from work into an awesome time that I was like, oh, cool. I get to like listen to my book after this. Um, so there, see how you, do you see what I mean about every part of your routine can really be fun. You can like put a little spark in everything that you guys do. So the next category is space. I won't talk as much about this one um, because there's an entire book about it. What is that book about um, the magic of tidying up or, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. And she talks about that everything in your home should bring you joy. Haven't got there yet because I hate cleaning up. <laughs> but in my office, my office is like my sacred place, always clean. And I realized a couple months ago that I had this water cooler in my office. It's black. It's huge. It's not pretty. It doesn't need to be pretty. And everything else in my office is beautiful. It's like white and gray and purple. And I love it so much. But my hideous office cooler or water cooler over here was like right where I could see it. Like if you walked in the door, you would see me. And then right next to the door was the cooler. So if you walked in the door, you would be able to see it. But I have to sit here all day working on stuff on my computer. I had to stare at this ugly office cooler and it just did not make me happy. And one day I realized like, wait a minute. I'm allowed to move that cooler. 
like, this is my office. This is my life. I felt so empowered. And now <laughs> the cooler is behind me. I never have to see it unless I'm getting water from it. And I moved a more decorative and just more enjoyable piece to look at at the place that I look at over in my office. So yes, now when you walk into my office, you see me and then you see my ugly cooler. It's fine because you only walk into my office a couple times a week. I, on the other hand, am here a million hours a week and I get to look at this beautiful, I have a nice little mirror, some paintings that Paige Pappy made me. I bought myself this purple little alarm clock for literally no reason. I don't, it doesn't even tick because I hate ticking clocks. Another thing I paid attention to, it's just there's decor and it makes me so happy. And also the fact that I knew that I could make myself happier, that also makes me happy. It's a huge circle of knowing this is going to make me happy just because I moved in. I don't have to look at this ugly cooler anymore. And it makes me happy that I gave myself permission to do something so silly just because it would make me happy. Like I am so good to myself. It makes me very happy and um, I'm just going to move on from there. Okay. So with your space, John just moved in. Um, John is my boyfriend. We've been dating for four years now and he just moved in a few months ago and we decided to make our space into a place that felt more home for us and so that we could come home and just like really feel like relaxed and feel like, yes, I love this space. And I didn't even really honestly think about it before. I don't know why. And just giving yourself permission to sit in your living room and be like, what could I do to make this like cooler for me? Like when I come home, your home is supposed to be your sanctuary. You guys probably work really, really hard. Um, if you're a business owner, then your your home should be a place that you're feeling really, really relaxed. If you guys are working full time, also a place you should feel relaxed. And so now we've um, put up some things again from Paige Poppy. She's all over my life. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say here is if you want to make your space happier, then you should definitely look at Paige's artwork um, and printed out some things. We printed out a ton of photos and hung them all up. And now when I come home, I, it's not that I feel it's not that I feel relaxed. I mean, I do, but I feel happy. I just love seeing the pictures that we have taken together. And we had to really pay attention to like, how can we make this place feel like ours together? And now I just love being in our living room together. So really take time to check out your space and give yourself opportunities to be happy when you're looking around yourself. Ah, let me take a breath. I'm so caffeinated right now. The next category is friends and relationships. So one of my secret powers in life is my friends. And if you guys don't feel this way, I need you to find different friends. Um, I have a feeling that I'm really going to go off on a tangent here, so I'm going to try to keep it short. But the people you surround yourself with is like one of the most important things about how you live your life. Um, this is probably a really easy exercise. Hopefully you could ask yourself after I hang out with Paige, how do I feel after I hang out with Susie, after I hang out with Bob? And my answer to Paige, for example, would be, I always feel awesome. I feel confident. I feel energized. And if your answer is I feel drained and irritated and tired, it's not good. And it might not be something that you realize when you're hanging out with them. So for example, if you have a friend who's always complaining about her boyfriend, but you really want to be there for her and so you're, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm such a good friend, blah, blah. But then you come home and you're so tired. And you're like, oh my God, I don't want to talk about anything. I just gave away all my life advice about relationships that I didn't even know I had. That's so draining. And you, you might think that you really like having this friend, but maybe you don't. So I really want you guys to think about that. And the same thing goes with the relationships, which is totally another topic, but like newsflash, you guys are allowed to choose your partners and your partner should make you happy in a story. So I want you guys to think about your friends, to think about the person that you're in a relationship with or that you want to be in a relationship with or the kind of person you want to be in a relationship with and realize that you have the choice to choose something that would make you very, very happy. Second to last, 
So the next thing is activities. This makes my heart so warm because aside from having awesome friends, the things that we do together make me so happy and fulfilled. And those things have changed so much over time. Most of the friends, I'm going to literally say 100% of the friends that I have now in Slow, the town that I live in, um, don't know me as a dancer, which is insane because in college I was like the dancer. Um, don't know me as a learning therapist, which is insane because that was the career that I was going to choose. Um, so these are new friends that we don't do any of the things that I would do all the time with my friends in the past. And, but we still do a ton of really fun things. There are things all the time that we're like, oh, I would love to do that one day. And we just don't do it. And it's so bizarre. Um, and I've really had to make an intentional change about that over the last couple of years. And recently a friend of mine told me that I'm one of her favorite friends because we always do stuff and it can be random as hell. A few weeks ago, I got all my girlfriends together. We bought looms. Do you guys know what looms are? Like the wooden frames and you like put yarn through them or something. And we YouTubed how to weave and we all made these super cute little tapestries. It actually took for freaking ever. Um, and I bought all of my yarn from New Zealand because John and I went to New Zealand over the summer. And so all of the uh, material, what do they call it? The, the fabric, but the, um, I don't know the word for it, but the yarn and everything that was, was in there was all from New Zealand. So that made me really, really happy. Um, but I saw all these like little weaving things popped up and I'm sure before it would have been one of those things like, Oh yeah, like that's cool. But now that I look at things within in a new light, I look at life with the question that like, would that make me happy? Does that sound fun for me? And when I saw these popping up everywhere, the answer was like, totally. Yeah. And I can totally do that. Um, and so a lot of this is paying attention to how you feel just about things that you see and then acting on that and being like, would that be something I would like to do? And you're allowed to do that. Um, other things to make me happy. I love pay- playing Settlers of Catan. If you guys have never played that game, it is so much fun. I'm such a nerd. I love this game. Um, we do, we go to art bar, we go on walks, we try new coffee shops. Uh, I hold clothing swaps a couple times a year. A year. Um, and really this is making me realize that the opposite of paying attention to your life isn't ignoring your life. It's being lazy. And it's doing what you always do because you don't want to think of new things and you don't want to put the effort into trying something new. It takes effort to do new things. Um, but I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that lazy or not happy. It takes work to be happy and it takes work to have a little pep in your step and it's so worth it. So just with thinking about like things that you guys do for fun, I want you to think about things that you've seen around and think like, oh, that would be kind of cool to do. And then I want you to go do them and you can only do it one time. Like I thought I was going to become addicted to weaving. I didn't because it took forever, but it was still so fun for us all to do together. And I really want to encourage you guys to, with your free time, do things that are very fun for you. Okay. So dreams is the biggest one. So this is where we talk about the transition between space to face and this podcast, which is now called Biz Time with Asia. So if you guys are space to face listeners and you were huge fans of Paige Poppy, and she co-hosted this show with me prior. And you know that the decision to step down from the show and continue on with her art was a huge and a really hard decision for her. And you also know that it's working out phenomenally. And you guys probably also love, love, love her work. And you see that she's focusing on her art and she's kicking ass. Paige really had to pay attention to what she felt like was energizing her, inspiring her, what her end goal was. Because of course she loved doing the podcast with me. Um, but it would be so heartbreaking for her to have continued with Face to Face with me and not put all of her energy into her own business because we would have missed out on what her business is now. She's This year, she's making cactus ornaments, which is just like so legit. I'm so proud of her. 
And for me, our break between season one and season two was perfect. Um, Paige's business was just taking off and I was like in the thick of a really crazy senior photo season and I had to decide I had to pay attention to like, is this podcast taking energy away from my business? Does it drain me? Does it, do I feel good about it? Um, does it make me feel inspired? Is it something I think about and like immediately get happy about or is it like, oh crap, I have to do that today? Um, and after taking some time and reflecting on that, I knew the answer was yes to this podcast for me. I knew that I was being called to continue this journey on my own. And that's led us to this time with Asia. Space to face episodes are still on this podcast. Its legacy will live on, but I knew we needed a bit of an adjustment. Um, after paying attention to what felt good for me, I, I tried actually to continue on with space to face. And it was really difficult because I knew that space to face was, was me and Paige's little baby. And I need to move on with this on my own. And that made me feel the happiest. And I'm really, really happy to be here. So with your dreams and your goals, you have to pay attention to what feels good for you and what doesn't feel good for you. And there are tons of tools to to make this happen, to realize this for yourself. Journaling is one of which I can think of. Um, I actually don't journal. I don't know why. Um, but I do so much self-reflection. And then from that, I take action. So giving yourself permission to take action on the things you realize aren't awesome or could be awesome, like makes you literally unstoppable. Um, I like to say that I want to be my favorite friend. I want to be always down for things I want to do. I want to be my own role dog. I want to have fun. And I want to be the first to tell myself like, yeah, you want to rearrange the office? Like you want to dye your hair blonde? You want to change your career to make yourself happier? Like let's do this thing. And I'm happy to say that my friends are also on board with me at all times. Um, But there are some things that only you can do for yourself and I want you to do them. What you focus on expands and I want you guys to focus on the things to on finding the things that make you happy. Um, I posted an Instagram post on this a couple days. Like I said, the reason that I thought about this topic is because I realized I wanted to be blonde and I found one of the photos that made me realize like, oh my God, I love being blonde. I posted on Instagram and a part of my caption was, I don't want you to let your life run away from you. I don't want you to wake up and realize like, holy crap, I forgot to pay attention and readjust my course and now I don't know where the hell I am. You guys are allowed to readjust. It's your life and you can design it however you so damn please in every way that you want. Okay. I feel really good about that one. I'm so excited that I started. You guys, I didn't have planned to start today, Um, but I spent the whole day thinking about the business and just paying attention to where I wanted to go. And I just felt so inspired to tell you guys this today. So thank you so much for listening to episode 201, Pay Attention to Your Life. I love that makes it sound like we have 201 episodes. I'm going to roll with it since it makes me very happy. In reality, it's just the first episode of season two, what is now called This Time with Asia. To get show notes and updates, you guys can head on over to spacetoface.com, which will soon be changed. Do not worry about that. When it happens, I will definitely let you know. But if you guys want to check out our old episodes or get updated and get these show notes in an email, then definitely sign up there. I hope you guys feel permission to pay attention to your life and take power to be as happy as you want to be. That's all for today, folks. And I hope you guys have a fabulous day. Bye.